Hello, I am Yogini Sunita and this is Meditation, Yoga and Stuff podcast. I believe my dharma or my life's purpose is to share my understanding of meditation, yoga and Ayurveda, holistic healing science of India. I make these amazing wisdoms accessible and adaptable for present times. So let's start. Dinacharya. Dina means day. Acharya means how to behave in the day. And these are the steps which are very valuable. So why they are valuable? So let's take example of the lockdown situation. And what is the reason for mental disturbance during this time is our routines have disturbed. So going to work and, you know, so, so kind of like we feel at loss. So can we find a stillness and daily routine in this as well? Another thing is, as I said, that Ayurveda is a discipline. Yoga is a discipline. So what is this discipline and why we need to do it? So Ayurveda look at it from very practical way. As we know that ama, the toxic morbid waste of our system, which digestive system creates. And, and with we need to understand that with the modern life, it is going to happen. We know that when we, uh, we not necessarily follow all the rules, we not necessarily, even sometimes we follow the rules. It, as Ayurveda is a system of uh, how we digesting our life. So it could be even our thoughts triggering that ama in our system. So if we're not digesting information, if we're not digesting relationships, if we're not digesting whatever happening in, in our life, and if we're not digesting our food, this all is going to create ama or toxic morbid waste of our digestive system. Now, when this happens, so we have to regularly try and cleanse this from our system. And what if then to do that, if we have a beautiful routine, so Ayurveda talks about wake up in the morning. And the reason for that is, is as we know that Ayurveda has uh, also understands that the time of the day. So it is good to wake up at, in the early in the morning. To um, It helps us to feel uplifted. So that's the vata time, vata or prana time more of in the early morning. So when we wake up, we feel more ready to face the world. Now, kapha people find it a little bit hard to wake up in the morning, but with the regular practice, they can wake up early in the morning. Now, when we wake up, when when we wake up with the sun, now sometimes in the the places we live, that sun may not, you know, may rise very early, like you know, four a.m. or or even before that. So that's where we have to be a little bit practical. That what is early for you, your system at that time. But I suggest that wake up like roughly somewhere between four, five to four, uh, six o'clock during that time. And uh, when you do that, it's a different quality of air in the nature. It's a different experience. So tuning into your surroundings. Then usually, you know, as soon as you sit up in your bed, if you remember the divine to give you this day, so you start with prayer, you know. Whatever you believe in, it doesn't have to be certain gods or goddesses or anything. So just thanking for the, uh, or starting your day, day with a prayer is really wonderful. Now what this prayer could be, so traditionally 
in India, you touch the earth or the ground and you start there giving thanks to the Mother Earth for, you know, helping you to sleep at night and starting your day, almost like with grounding. So you touch the Mother Earth and you thank her and then you are ready to come out of the bed. Once you've done your prayer, you can uh, you can go towards you know the towards the cleansing practices. So what are the cleansing practices? As I always say, that the bowel evacuation <clears throat> evacuation of your bowel should be the thing which should wake you up. So hopefully, bowel evacuation is the first thing you do. Once that is done, then you cleanse your face, your eyes, yeah, with water, with your mouth. So. So the mouth is cleansed with, you know, using the water. And then there are also, you can use tridoshic eye washes if you want. That helps the eyes to cleanse. You can buy that from Ayurvedic shops or you can even create your shops. I have given you the tridoshic eye wash, also pitta and kapha eye wash separately there. There are recipes there. You can use that and you can cleanse your eyes. Again, if you don't want to do that, just use water and cleanse the eyes. In the evacuation, we talked about that. Now, there is something called oil pulling. This is a, a little bit interesting concept. Where you take a teaspoon of any oil, any good quality organic oil, and you swoosh it in your mouth. Some people say that 10 minutes. I personally find that's a bit too much, you know. So I usually, you start with two minutes, one minute, then increase it to two minutes maybe next time. But what it does is it takes all the residue of ama from your system. So you swoosh it in your mouth. Don't swallow this oil at all because there is a lot of ama in that, okay. So swish, swish, swish. Don't spit it into your sink because it will clog the sink, especially if you're using oils like coconut oil or things like that. So uh, I usually suggest to take uh, something which you can like disposable paper cup or something, you uh, spit that in that and then you dispose it off in your trash can. So don't really dispose into any, any sink or anything like that because it will clog your plumbing of your system okay so that's done then once you swish so you take a teaspoon of that in your mouth say coconut oil is quite solid in the winters it will be liquid in summer that's fine olive oil works as well any good oil will work and you just you just move it from one side to other uh, move it through your teeth it will it will cleanse the whole this thing. Don't overdo it because if you have fillings and things like that, they might come off. So just that's why I suggest one to two minutes is quite sufficient. And then you get rid of that. Once you've done that, you gargle with warm salt water. The reason for that is, is we want to get rid of the oil from your system. We don't want to let it go back to your throat. Okay. So once you've done that, you use a, a silver spoon or you can use a specially made tongue cleaning equipment, which is almost like a U shape. I suggest to use either copper or steel, or if you're using spoon, use silver spoon and gently, very gently scrape your tongue and you'll find that it will be full of some sort of coat. 
and that's the armor i wash it off i wash that thing off and that quote when you bring it just just be mindful that on our tongue there are so many receptors of information and so we don't want to irritate them or harass them so be very gentle you don't need force you just need to very gently remove that quote from your tongue and wash it off and then you brush your teeth with uh, anything you want usually ayurveda suggests that something pungent and bitter toothpaste that will help your gums and your health and if you want you can use ayurvedic toothpaste and things like that otherwise use whatever you want and then that the brushing will cleanse the teeth and then uh, once again gargling after that again we don't want any ama to go back so we want to take it out so gargling and that's uh, that's the mouth cleanse and then we move towards nasal drop or nasya especially people with vata and with dry weather nasya oils are quite good so those you put uh, if you have sinus issues if you have not broken broken septum though but uh, sinus clogging sinus kind of issues then nasya oil is very really good if season changes are happening nasya oil is really good dry season nasya oil is good a wet season you don't uh, again if there are colds coughs out there nasya oil will be very helpful so nasya oil you put you uh, drop your head you lie down drop your head back a little bit and put uh, two to three oils in each nostril and just stay there till the the oil goes into your system and these oil i suggest tridoshik nasya oil where they are they good for all three doshas and again you can buy it online but if you want there is also recipe given like you can use for vata people can use sesame oil or ghee oil or vacha oil for pitta brahmi ghee sunflower or coconut oil will work and then kapha vacha or, or calamus oil is is suggested now these are the if you don't have that you can buy the tridoshik which are even infused with more goodness of the nature they have like a combination permutations which will clear your sinuses and it's really fascinating the whole nasya drops and and that vata persons as i said that our nose and uh, brain uh, is very much connected and so putting these oils in the nose also helps our brain it's really really amazing you can also put oil drops in your ears if you want not necessarily every day but it helps to get rid of or work with your excess wax uh, in your ears or poor hearing or locked jaw or tmg and all these things vata related conditions so vata person basically oil themselves as much as possible in any way possible so these oils again you can still use the same oils from the not the tridoshik nasya oil but the oils which are suggested for vata sunflower oil ghee or viracha things like that. again just two to three drops not too much the oils you are putting in your ear needs to be warm a little bit uh, slightly warm than the room temperature so just be mindful you can drop uh, you can also drop sesame oil in your ears for all tridoshik condition that will help as well 
Now, applying oil on head and body is called Abhyanga. This is a really massive part of Ayurvedic treatment. Now, every day, if it is not possible, that's fine. Once a week, what I do is I have a bottle of oil concocted in a, in a glass bottle. And I usually then use a bowl and then put warm water in that. And I put that glass bottle in the bowl so that the warm oil heats up. And I take, I stand in the shower. I let my body warm up with the shower a little bit. Then I stop the water and then I use the oil so that the pores are open now. And I use the oil in circular motion all over my body, even my head. And then after that, like it takes some time, like say five minutes or so, then you start the water again and that washes away excess and absorb what is needed. And then you can use your whatever hair wash and things like that. After this though, please make sure your bathroom is cleaned. Otherwise person going to take, or you yourself need to be very careful. It becomes very slippery. So person taking shower after you or you stepping out of the shower, it, it becomes very slippery. So have a cleaning product ready so that you can clean your shower as well. This is a really valuable thing you can do for yourself once a week at least. Uh, it's called Abhyanga. And if you had time for proper Abhyanga, you can actually... So this is a shortcut Abhyanga, which I suggested. Proper Abhyanga is you, before you go into the shower, you do the whole massage each and every, like, you know, then circular motion and you go into like every organ and your head and all that. Not every organ, every part of your body really give beautiful massage. And then you step into the shower and then wash it off with, you know, beautiful uh, you can use as beautiful oils as if possible. So, for example, you can use sesame oil for vata person, which is warming, which is good. For pitta person, sunflower or coconut oil. And for kapha person, warm sunflower mustard oil. Mustard oil has a lot of strong smell, though. Just be mindful. So all these things we can do to kind of like enhance our skin's circulation this helps uh, prevent health. There's so many health benefits. I'm going to give you another shortcut of this. So if say, if you don't have time for oil or if you don't have time for the, the full-fledged Abhyanga or even the shortcut in the shower, don't have time for clean the bathroom afterwards. So I suggest that you can just circular, circular motion your, uh, in your body. Just continue doing this. Even now, just try. Just choose a part of your body and do this circular motion. So you place palm of your hand, say let's place it on the back of our forearm or top of our forearm and just do very gentle, don't force, circular motion and keep moving upward towards your shoulders. And then also rub at your shoulder. And then we're going to go back out towards the our triceps and biceps and circular around your elbow, come down underneath the arm towards your armpit. And then once again, inside uh, towards inside of your arm and forearm again, do whichever part of your arm you have not done now. And then on top of your hand and then rub your hand together. 
Now I have done again very fast forward. You can take as much as time you need. And then we're going to now just rest this hand, both arms on, the, on our lap and we're going to tune into sensations on both arms. One which has just got a massage and which, one which has not got any massage yet. And then whenever you're ready, if your eyes are closed, opening them and tuning into the difference. It's just that beautiful sensation we have created. So let's make sure we balance ourselves. Let, let's do the other arm as well. And while doing it, just notice that, you know, what is this simple movement is creating? Because we don't say our body hello like this, you know. It's almost like saying your body hello. How are you doing? Okay. Is this part okay? Is that part okay? You know, and it's if you can do this, you know, anytime you want, you don't have to do it in your show. But this is a something, a valuable thing you can do for your body. It's basically almost like checking in if everything is working fine. You can go like that. You can go into using tap of your fingers. You can use your, uh, do it for your head, your face. Everywhere you can you can bring this self massage in your body, and it's very very beautiful to st stimulate circulation in our body. So Abhyanga is very beautiful. If you get chance to go to India in any time in your life to uh, Ayurveda place, they do two people Abhyanga massage, where they start two people massage your body. And it's, it's really beautiful and the oils are quite amazing. So it's a beautiful experience. Usually they start from feet. Sometimes they also use their feet to, uh, on your body to do the massage, but it's a beautiful experience. Now moving towards exercise. So here we are uh, under exercise, we can say like movements rather than exercise. And uh, movements... Uh, like asana helps us to move circulation. But here the asana also we are working with the energy body. So consciously tuning into energy body. You don't have to do massive one or two hour practice. Even the right practice, 15 minutes practice can be very effective if it is right for your system. So we'll talk about asanas for your dosha in few moments, but uh, so right asana for your dosha it will be it will give you strength. If you are not into yoga or if you don't feel like doing it asana practice, then nice walk in the nature will do the trick as well. Any sort of physical movements with yoga, each and every joint with asana practice. If you can let each and every joint of your system take part into this, then that helpful. So after our abhyanga, we've taken a nice shower, body is now warmed up, and now you are moving the body with, with the asana practice. Sometimes I was asked that, you know, I sweat after my physical practice, so should I take shower again or should I take it after? I will leave it up to you. It's really a personal choice. I really like to take it before, so... The body, I feel that my body is warmed up and then I do the asana practice 
and I you I do very gentle asana practice. So up to you how you want to address that. Then after the movements, physical movements, you sit down from pranayam practices. This is where now, by uh, by now your breath should be flowing through both nostrils. So pranayam should be easy to do. And so so you do your pranayam and then you sit for meditation practice. And for after meditation practice, you again up to you how much, uh, how long. And after meditation practice, then you move towards drinking warm water. So warm water again goes into your digestive tract. Uh, so, so the since we uh, have been fasting whole night, and so we don't want to bombard our system with immediately with the food. So we want to wake it up a little bit. And cold water is heavy to digest, whereas warm water, because our inner temperature is warm. And so if we damp cold water, it is going to, it is not going to take the ama out of our system. So the warm water is slightly more than room temperature, but not as hot as tea. So slightly less than tea, more than room temperature. And we take, depending on your constitution, vata person can maybe take two glasses. Uh, but if not, at least one glass for all constitution. And so when you have that, what it does, it, it goes into your digestive system, through your digestive tract, it gathers all the ama and it takes it towards your colon and it helps you to eliminate ama that way. And after that, you are now ready for breakfast. So breakfast, again, depending on your dosha. So you're ready to face the, face the day. So that's, that's what, you know, then the breakfast is, uh, is uh, like a prince or princess. Uh, then a lunch is like king or queen. And dinner is like a pompa. Okay. So that's how we look at this. And then the dinner is usually lunches during uh, before 10 a.m. at least. Sorry, not lunch. Breakfast is before 10 a.m. Lunch is around 12, 12.30 to 1 o'clock. Uh, not, not after 2 p.m. because then... So that's a bit too late, so try to finish it before 2 p.m. And then dinner is around 5.36. And then after that, you can have water and things like that, but not having food that fast of like, you know, quite few hours till your breakfast is really give aid to our digestion. So that's what Ayurveda's suggestion about the the dinacharya or daily routine thank you for tuning in i really appreciate that that you're taking this time out of your day don't forget to subscribe take care bye for now